Capcom is starting to get its butt kicked in terms of both quantity and quality of fighting game rosters. So how do they turn things around before it's too late? This is the Event Hubs Podcast. Perfect. All right, and welcome back to the fifth episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. As always, I am John Velociraptor Guerrero, and with me is El Presidente, John Catalyst Gray. Today, uh, we are focusing on rosters and the execution of, of roster presentation and growth, everything that it is to attract an audience. Specifically, we're looking at Street Fighter V, because if you haven't figured that out already, we are big fans of that game in particular here. It's the game that both of us play uh, the most. But we had a recent reveal at E3 for another fighting game, if you want to call it that. There's a lot, there's a lot of uh, discussion, even from like the creators themselves, as to whether or not... It, it, it's a fighting game. Well, it's, it's a fighting, fighting game, game for our purposes. <laughs> it's at fighting game events and yeah. everything like that. <laughs> I don't care what people call it one way or another. It's definitely part of the conversation. And that, of course, is the Super Smash Bros. franchise. Um, we had a huge reveal at E3 with Sakurai there, and, and although we knew the game was coming, we certainly didn't have much information beyond there was a picture of Inkling, and she had a Smash Bros. symbol in her eye, and now we have this amazing, huge information dump with all these new mechanics and things like that, but we're not as much focusing on that as we are about the roster, which is going to include every single Smash character that's been in every Smash game to date, plus at least two more, but more than likely we'll probably get some more DLC down the road. But the starting roster for this game when it releases in October is slated to be 65 characters. And for a fighting game, you go, what? 65 characters, that's so much. Um, Most of these guys are are, are returners. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, you've been in the fighting game community for a while with your eye on the news. You know, you've, you've seen a million fighting game releases and presentations and you said to us you know in, in the private chats and stuff in the uh, in the event hubs back room if you will that the smash reveal was the best you've ever seen for a fighting game you want to elaborate a little bit on that yeah hands down the best i've ever seen it was incredible the whole way that nintendo sculpted that uh put out so much hype there ridley was a high 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 demand character that sakurai had actually said that hey he's not going to be in there he's too big we can't include him all that kind of stuff i just the whole way they brought that together 65 characters the bottom line is most people play these games for the characters you know the gameplay mechanics all that other kind of stuff is important uh i don't want to Put anyone on blast here and mention functions again, but you know <laughs> functions are <laughs> not the reason that we play these games. Like we play them for the characters. We we have so much love and passion for these characters. It's I've compared this before to like being married to these characters because we spend so much time with them, learning their nuance, learning their just all their abilities, all that kind of stuff. Like it is it is a very involved process with this, and for them to reveal sixty five characters or that there's going to be sixty five characters in the game uh, at least. It just it blew my mind, and the game is sped up. Uh, they had you know the game's uh, developer there, uh, Sakurai. Just he holds this uh, golden throne basically in the fighting game community. If you are a fan of of games, you respect the hell out of that guy because the passion, energy, effort that he puts in, like he's just brilliant. So yeah, I mean that's basically the the crux of it is like wow they came in here and blew any other fighting game announcement I've ever seen in my entire life out of the water and I just got to take my hat off to him and then it got me thinking why the hell don't we kind of see this from more fighting game companies like why is Nintendo kicking everyone's butt with character reveal trailers and it's been consistent and there are some exceptions here the Cody trailer was brilliant. 
uh, Capcom doing for Sakura, uh, doing the little cherry blossoms and all that kind of stuff. That was great. And then we have character reveals like Falk, Ed, and then Alex, which was like, it seemed like it was like thrown together basically last minute. There was a fan trailer that was better than the Alex trailer that we got for Street Fighter V. And, and it, it's, there's such a mixed bag with these other companies. It's like, what the hell, like... Again, there, there's some advantages and disadvantages, but that's kind of it. Like, what, what trailers have really stood out to you in Street Fighter V like, that you took notice of? And then on the other end, what, what ones kind of just sucked for you? With many things in Street Fighter V, it's been very hit and miss. Like, yeah, there's been some good, there's been some bad, and it's kind of a mixed bag. And then people are, are maybe excited for some time and a little bit not very hyped for, for other times and things like that. But... Uh, yeah, and you've already kind of touched on it, the idea that there's been some some really cool moments for Street Fighter V. And, and I'll say in recent times, we've seen some of the best reveals where they've gotten their fans really excited for characters. But there have been more than a few, uh, shall we say, mustard stains on Capcom's shirt, both with like, you know, Street Fighter V and that one other game that we, <laughs> you know, with the functions. And and so like mm-hmm. what I kind of want to do here is, is kind of analyze what... Capcom needs to do to get a better handle on their presentation as far as their characters, both individually and and as a roster as a whole. And so maybe we should just go back to the very beginning uh, for Street Fighter V, where we had 16 characters on the roster, the promise of six more. So for a total of, what is that, 22 characters um, after the first year. Now, you look at fighting games... And we're here in, you know, 2018, I guess it was 2016 when that, you know, took place. But you look at fighting games and and one of the first questions you can ask yourself is, is there a particular a particular standard that we should be looking at as far as rosters go. Is let's let's run down some numbers here for our readers and just kind of give them an idea of what we're looking at here because they might think like, hey, you know, Street Fighter V's roster, it's just fine as it is, but we'll go to Injustice 2, which has 41 characters. That was released a year and a couple months later than Street Fighter V. Uh, we've got Dragon Ball Fighters, which already has 28 characters. Street Fighter V has 31. And we're already scheduled to get a handful of more characters for Dragon Ball Fighters. And we're looking at this game that Capcom says is a service, and they're going like, hey, okay, that's great, it's a service, like, and it's awesome that we're getting six characters a year, but like, can't you guys ramp up production a little bit? Can't you get us a little bit more going on here? And maybe a, a better spot would be something like eight characters a year, or, or you know, just... <laughs> Yeah, that, that's kind of what we're looking at. Well, and then something that kind of compounds the, the I guess you could say, the negativity surrounding that. You know, if we got six characters a year and they were all just absolute home runs, I think it would be a different story that we're talking about here. And and, and it's it's a bit much to ask people to hit a home run with every character because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans. We, we, we take chances with things. We go out on limbs. Sometimes you come back with a, a jury and sometimes you come back with a falk, right? And... And so you can't expect every single one to be amazing. But I, like, like, let's just go back to, to season one. There was a lot of turbulence in the release schedule. We had, I think it was Balrog that was delayed like an extra month. And um, the Alex reveal trailer like kind of like never happened. And well, it, it, it did eventually, but that became almost a meme where yeah. where people were like, here's a character that I'm super excited about because we I mean, he, he was never really good as a character as far as tears go, but he had a lot of charisma around him. And he was the poster boy for Street Fighter three, the, the main protagonist character. And he was finally coming back to another numbered Street Fighter game and people were really excited for him. And 
a lot of that excitement got stifled by just the, the way he was released and, and the way he didn't have, you know, there was not a lot of information. Everyone's like, where's Alex? Where's Alex? Where's Alex? Where's the trailer? We were so hyped. The pins were perfectly set up for Capcom and they just didn't knock them down uh, or, or they yeah. didn't knock them all it, down, you know? It, to me, this comes down to having a big appeal and inspiration for what you're doing. And we work with this a lot on event hubs. We're always talking about our stories and other things and saying, hey, look, if we're going to put this together, we need to be inspired. We need to make sure that we have something going up there. And it's not that we hit a home run with every story we put up there. You know, we're generating eight to 10 stories a day, sometimes 12, sometimes more, just depending on what's going on. And we want to have something that really hits people, really kicks them to the butt, you know, makes them take notice and say, hey, this is a good article. I'm glad I spent my time doing this. And these character reveals are much bigger than the stories we do on our website, typically. And and sometimes Capcom feels like they're mailing it in. And some of the other companies as well. I'm not going to let NRS off the hook either. I, I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a brilliant trailer. It's one of my favorites they've ever done. Uh, some of the other, you know, characters I've seen come out and it's like, okay, like, you guys you know, slap some gameplay together, but like, where's the, where's the, the angle? Where's the, like, make me take notice of this, you know, get me hype a little bit. Do, uh, again, the, I'll go back to the Ridley trailer for Smash 5 or Smash Ultimate, whatever you want to call it. Mega Man dies, Mario dies. That was gutsy. That was ballsy. Oh, yeah. uh, Samus comes in there, you know, and, you know, whatever happens type thing. But they had such a great lead up in there. And again, the Cody trailer, that final fight scene was so brilliant. Mm -hmm. It was like, who doesn't know that scene from Final Fight? And, and it's just brilliant the way they executed that. And you should always have some kind of angle or approach to there that gets people hype about it. But someone like Falk, it was like, okay, here's another Bison clone. And that is, I'm sorry, that, that is one of the worst decisions I've seen Capcom make with a character roster is making yet another Bison clone body thing. It's a plus. It's a sell. Yeah, like, 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 yeah, you're right, though. It's like we've done this a million times. The idea of Bison having clones, sure, do it once or twice. But we've had, like, how many? Like, there, there's Cammy. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure even at this point if Cammy is one, but there's, like, you know, DiCapri and, and the dolls and such. And then you had Abel and you had Ed and now you have Falk and there's probably 10 more that I'm missing. But the idea is like, that's tired, done with, and, and not very inspired anymore. You know, for what should have been one or two characters with that backstory that would be believable, they're just, they got some guy going, ah, just do another Bison clone, who cares? And and that really is shining through with some of their choices here. And, and it's hard to get behind these characters and be excited for them, uh, especially if they're not amazing uh, as far as gameplay. It's like, what do you have? If you don't have hype surrounding your character, if you don't have good executions, you know, making your audience want to participate as, a, as opposed to feel obliged to participate because they play the game, because they want to be in the tournament circuit, because they need to know how to fight against this character. If you have people buying season passes just so that they can, you know, go into training mode to know how to, to deal with, you know, the, the, the frame data and such of characters, as opposed to they want to play these characters and check them out and maybe have them as a pocket character or a counter to so-and-so, um, then then you're really doing a disservice to your fans. And it's not across the board. I, I need to stress that. Like, there have been some home runs, and we should talk about those too. Like you say, with the Cody trailer, and we don't really know how he's, how he's going to play. You know, we haven't got our hands on him yet. We've seen some highlights of him. But that was by far and away, I think, the absolute best character presentation that we've had thus far. I mean, right. they got they got a professional wrestler in Kenny Omega to to dress up like Cody and and do the the very nostalgic uh, nod, and then they did the trailer, and it was it was just amazing through and through. But so many times we've had a trailer come out and people go WTF, 
you know, and yeah. like when when Abigail came out and they had the wrong sized Abigail, so he looked like Ooh. extra. You remember? And and that's that yeah. was their Evo yeah. reveal. And I forget Ugh. what else. It was like Marvel versus Capcom. I, maybe they put out like Jetta or something like that. There were, there were other reveals because like yeah. Evo is a great time to do that. And in Street Fighter Five, the main stage game, and you have this presentation where people are like, I guess that's kind of cool, but then also, lol, remember how goofy he looked? And and and. When that is your yeah. is your big uppercut, you know, move to get like people hype about your game, it's like, what are you what are you doing? Yeah, it's it, just to play devil's advocate here, because there might be people listening to this and going, like, what's the big deal about a character reveal trailer? It's like I'm gonna buy the character if they're cool in game, and I care about how they play. I mean, that's me. That's me, by the way. Like, I I would I completely identify with that. I'm gonna buy the characters pretty much regardless. Yeah, and, and that's fine, and that's great for you, but. Again, you you probably fell in love with a character that you like for some part of their design, some part of their personality. You probably like them for what they are and, and not like necessarily how they play. Like, usually people are lifelong fans of like an Akuma or in my case, like a Rose. Uh, that's my character. And it's why I picked Manat like right from the get go uh, before she was even revealed. Like they just talked about her being Rose's disciple. And I'm like, I am all over that. I'm going for that 100 percent. And I love Rose's design. I love that she's a fortune teller. Uh, she's very hot. That definitely adds to the appeal <laughs> as well. You know, kind of think she's got the purple hair stuff going on. That's great. Like, I love that stuff like that character. Just again, she's she matches up. And that's what most people play these games for they they have a character or a couple of characters they really identify with and they bring them about and it's why street fighter 3 was one of the reasons why street fighter 3 was not a big success is they took all these characters that people love so much and they're like okay we're now you get ryuken and chunli you know that's that's the characters you get now and and the kuma was in there as well and a few others and again when when that first happened for people didn't live through that era uh it, it was a big deal. It was like, hey, who are all these other characters? Like, like where are, like, you know, where's Blanca? Where's Honda? Like, where are these other characters that we've known for years and that are a huge part? It's, again, it's like having an action movie uh, or, like, having a movie at all and just, like, saying, oh, guess what? Like, you know, um, Harrison Ford or whomever else, you know, like, uh, whatever big stars you want to name, like, aren't in this, you know, and but go watch it. There's a bunch of new characters in there. And it's like, yeah, you can you could definitely fall for the new characters, but, like, a big appeal for this stuff is seeing if you're going to make a sequel, if you're going to make a an iteration of something you've done before you've got to include those characters and and that's what this all comes back to it's a presentation it's an inspired thing it's here's why you should care here's why you should give us your money this is going to be awesome like even if you get your butt kicked at evo or even if you do this like you're gonna enjoy playing this character because we've added this to them get hype about it like they've got a cool storyline they've got some kind of cool angle you can come in with. and we saw that uh you know, Manat was tethered to Rose, and so you're instantly going to get the attention of the Rose fans like yourself. Uh, I really liked how they, they tethered Zeku to, well, he is Strider, right? Mm-hmm. That was a very, very smart move, and it got interest. Like, not a, not a ton of people played him, and I think more and more are now, and he's, he's a technical character. He's two characters in one. So uh, as a little aside, you're also going to grab the Gen players, um, at least their interest as well with that. But, but there was something to Zeku. Right. And, and there was uh, there was like kind of, I guess, that nostalgia appeal. And that's a very strong tool. I wouldn't try to 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 rest completely on that to hype your characters up. But there were, you know, he, he was multidimensional and he had a, a real appeal to him and he was new and he was different. And he was a very different addition to the Street Fighter five roster in particular. But he also had something for people that were longtime fans of Capcom, fans of Strider, um, things like that. And I thought that he was he was he's a good mark um, on Capcom's record. Then you have like, you know, Ed, who 
seemed really cool when they announced him kind of alongside Balrog as this smaller character that that had like this emotional kind of tether to Balrog. Remember the ending of, um, gosh, I, I, was it in Street Fighter 4 where there was like this really sad like, oh no, no, it was it was it was Ed's story when he came out in 5. Um, and how he was like no longer connected to Balrog, and like they they, they initially kind of got together, but then then went their separate ways, and it was sad, and it was like he actually cared about it a little bit, and he seemed really cool, but then when he actually dropped, it was like no, he's just this big buff bison clone that might as well, you know, same ideas, he looks like Cody or Abel, and and he I don't know, and his gameplay was kind of whatever, and he just kind of faded into the background after you know the Eminem jokes and things like that were were had run their course. And, and that would have been brilliant if Capcom pursued the Eminem angle. They would have been like, hey, look, I can play as Eminem in a fighting game. That's awesome. Like, you know, I can date Nicki Minaj now or whatever. You know, they could have done some fun Did stuff. Did that happen? With that. Did Eminem and Nicki Minaj uh, date? You know, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, we're kind of Minaj hubs here. Yeah, like we just cover her up and down. And the fact we don't know is probably. No, th- that gives me hope. That gives me hope. I'm glad that we don't know that bit of. <laughs> anyway, back on track. <laughs> Yeah, it's th- these these designs should be inspired. Uh, C Viper, uh, people if they don't know, she was actually based on Angelina Jolie. Oh, I can uh, see that. A lot yeah. of the in- yeah initial concept designs were of her, and it's how people got you know a little bit hyped about the character at first. And they had you know they had some angles with her like okay, well she's a mom you know kind of thing, and she talks on her cell phone to her kid and other things like that. They they built it up. They built it up into something with Viper. And she was part of like the sin, like how she was investigating sin or Shadowloo or whatever. Like I, all this stuff like blends together after a little while. But she was investigating Seth's organization. Like they gave her a plot, a reason for existing. And with Falk, it's like, what is her reason? Like why does she exist? Like I don't, I don't understand like what she is. You know, and again, it's just it 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 seems like really lazy design and story work that Capcom does sometimes. And it's just like, look, we're going to mail this in and not really care so much about this character. And, but you know, other characters we're going to do a great job with, you know, again, can't harp on like Cody Sagat looks great. Um, There's a lot of characters they've done very well with and this kind of, okay. So one of the things we've talked about is that six characters is not enough for street fighter five, like per year. And, And that's something I very strongly feel like it's like, look, all these other games are surpassing you in their roster sizes and they've been out less time than you have. And this is a game that is as a service to the community that, you said like, look, we're going to keep updating it constantly. What you have, you've done really good on that, but like you're falling behind in terms of roster size and a big part of these games that why people play them is for the characters and Street Fighter V's IP catalog of characters is brilliant. They have a ton of amazing characters that, that you want to keep drawing on. Again, how hype are people over Sagat? How hype were they over Sakura, etc.? It really goes far. So one of the things I want to ask is like how many characters should we be looking at here? Because right now we get six per year pretty much. And is this the kind of thing where, like, the community wants, like, maybe eight or ten or something along those lines? You know, for me, I personally am okay with this roster size and this, you know, uh, influx of characters with it being six per season. What I'm not okay with is it being this small and being so spotty in its success. It's like these other games are coming out with more characters, and 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 of course, the more you do, the little the more leeway you have with the actual execution. In an imperfect world, it's like you got a lot to choose from, a good variety, and they're all well done and well presented and fun and and contribute something. But, you know, again, it's like you know that it's humans that are working on this and, and you give a little room for error. But with Street Fighter, it's it's that we don't have a ton of characters. We don't have a huge roster. 
and well, well, respectively, you know, compared to the other other games, but and some of the characters are just like, Bleh. and so when you have like a really lame reveal and and the hype dips down instead of getting spiked back up with these characters as is kind of the expectation, right? With this model, you want to get the hype to spike every few months with a new character reveal. When that happens, like when you have a Falk reveal and everything falls flat on its face, you're you're like you know your hype line is is just dipping and it's dipping for not only that like time but it's like four six months or so because you have you know the time between the last character reveal and the next one and you don't have that blip in between and and it really takes a toll. So the way they have things set up, you need to be hitting home runs with just about every character, and they're not right. hitting home runs with just about every character. Especially last season, that, but go ahead. Yeah, that and that gets into the the quality versus quantity because it's something that we've heard a lot. Like, hey, you know, if you're going to do that many more characters, like, you know, guess what? Like, you're going to get like more quantity, but you're going to drop in the quality. And it's like, okay, I get that argument, but that hasn't held up because Street Fighter V's roster in terms of playable characters, like tournament success, all that kind of stuff, it's not a hundred percent on par with Injustice Two and Smash and other stuff, but it's right around that same level. I do think Capcom has had more success with that, but I don't think they've had a lot more success to the point that justifies them having this much smaller of a roster with with a game that is uh, that much older than the other titles we're talking about. It, it's not like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go to Dragon Ball Fighters and whatnot. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. So we're not seeing a bunch of characters there, but the game came out in January. Uh, I should back up here. We're not seeing a bunch of characters that in tournaments, but the game came out very soon, and they're still growing it. They just had a recent patch. Like, you're seeing more characters start to prop up, uh, pop up now on the radar, and things are happening there, and it works just fine, like, if you make other characters in the game and keep them coming at a steady rate. It's like... <laughs> The bottom line for me is the quantity over quality thing. Like it doesn't hold much water because other games do it just fine. And if that's Capcom's main thing about it, like ah, you know, we we can't really do this and other stuff. It's like look, like these other companies are. You're a big triple A company. This is one of your marquee games, and you said this is a service. Like give us more content. Like I'm not saying like oodles and oodles of more content, but it's like hey, get a couple more characters out here in the wild for the community to play with. Like your roster size is small. This is kind of, it's kind of pathetic at this point. And it, for a game that's this old, it's like, give us more stuff. And one of the things I know people are going to bring up right away, and because I'm looking at them on my screen right now, is like characters like Vega and Fong and other things. They're going to say, hey, look, like, why don't you make those characters good? You know, like, instead of making other new characters and whatnot. And I'm kind of of a mind of like, well, guess what? That's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Because <laughs> Capcom's history is that. It's like, look, like, I'm a DJ player. Oh, well, sucks to be your you. characters always. Yeah, it, it's pretty much what it is. Like, if you want to play a good character, go play someone else. And, and you might enjoy that character and other things like that. But the history of fighting games is pretty much that, too. It's it, every now and again. Yeah, you, you see the rise of power happen with a handful of characters, but every character being viable and good. Like, guess what? It never happens. Well, and you touched on earlier, too, that that not everyone wants the best character in the game and, and the, you know, a tier list and a, and a hierarchy is going to naturally emerge. And that's just part of the fighting game experience. But you want to be hype about playing your character and embracing what it is to, you know, venture into this game and do it from the perspective of like, you know, I love Sakura. So I'm going to, you know, do the whole Sakura thing and I'm going to play through arcade mode and, and, and see what I can figure out with this character. And it's not always just about winning. And it, it's and I think it's important to make that distinction that it's not just about winning and in high tiers it's about enjoying the character experience okay john so i get what you're saying about like roster being okay but if roster is so important 
how come Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite did so well? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I had you to I'm were sorry, there I now. had to go there, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some, and, and so that's also Capcom, right? And mm-hmm. it's one of the biggest things outside of the visuals. We're just talking about roster here. They didn't have what they're known for in the X-Men mm-hmm. and characters like that. <sighs> and they brought back some pretty lukewarm-ass characters. And then, uh, I mean, I don't even remember them all off the top of my head, but the hype was not really there. Some of them were, like, cool. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were, you have to have these in there with, like, Ryu and Chun-Li and now Dante and such. But, like, Chris, you know, why not Leon? You know, something like that. Why, why not some of the characters that have had so much hype in the past? And, of course... Well, we know why not the X-Men, right? But uh, it, it was it was poorly poorly done there, and I think that was another one of the nails in the coffin for that game. We did see some some revival uh, from hype with characters like Venom. Venom was like my favorite. Uh, that's who I would have played if I if if they <laughs> if they had garnered my interest more. And um, but that he came out as DLC and way too late to even be in the conversation about you know bringing bringing hype back to that game. Well, let me let me ask you this though, now. We're talking about character trailers and building up hype and all that other kind of stuff. Besides the DLC characters, name name a couple trailers for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah. Can you name no, it? I you couldn't even any? remember what was revealed yeah. at EVO, right? I think it was Jetta. But I'm I think it was Jetta too. And, and I mean, again, it was very cool for the fighting community at large to see a Combo Fiend up there playing you know, other top-end players. That was great. Like, I love that. But that should not not be without a trailer itself to build up the hype there. It's like if Sakurai gets up there and starts playing with Ridley, like, okay, that's cool. I, I appreciate that. But like that trailer was amazing. And it's the same thing with Cody. It's like, why isn't that presentation there with each one of these characters, especially with, as you mentioned, with Street Fighter V's roster not being that big every year? Like, why isn't there these big blowout reveals? And I, it, I'll go back and say the AE trailer that we got when the game first dropped, was amazing. It was a grand it had slam. all the old, yeah, absolutely amazing. Knocked it out of the park. I was very happy with every single character that came up there. Uh, even, you know, even Falk, uh, <laughs> like she, I, I still like Falk as a character, but again, I just, I get why people don't like the character. It just, it, she doesn't, she's not that interesting, you know? And so, it, Capcom had an infamous statement of, hey, we're learning from our mistakes. It's like, really? Like, are you? You know, kind of thing. Like, are, are you really learning from this? Because it seems like it seems like you guys have got to repeat the same mistakes a few times before you actually pick up and do it. And, and just falling on her face so hard with Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Like, there's, there's enough characters in that game. I think like 30 or so. Like, you could have had a, a couple reveals every month leading up to launch and really got the community going and had these storylines. It's Marvel. It's like, it's not like Marvel lacks anything for character storylines. And, and there should have been so much you could do there and yet again it just it fell flat yeah um and not only is it are should they be learning from their mistakes but they should be looking to their left and to their right and seeing what bandai is doing and seeing what yeah you know, and i should bring up tekken as well the reveals for remember when akuma was revealed to be in tekken yes, how yes. incredible was that how long were people was yes. people talking about that geese being uh yes yeah um i mean i'm sorry goose howard my bad yeah, uh, <laughs> Keith Howard. Yeah, no, I, I know. Keith, we've oh, we've yeah, had a bad, million yeah. conversations about that. Uh, yeah, but no, the 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 inclusion of and 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 then uh, who is it from from Final Fantasy? Uh, escaping my name or in my head right uh, now? Noctis. Noctis. Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah, as I'm hype, them, but yeah. certainly yeah. something to to talk about, right? And again, that that also kind of comes into like not everyone's going to be an absolute home run, but but Tekken's done a great job with that kind of a thing as well. And then you have um, Dragon Ball Fighters, which is is fresh and new, kind of and and they. 
they've been the, their characters are, have been very hyped. The, the biggest complaint you really see there is that there are too many Gokus, um, and even that isn't like the worst sin in the world. But mm-hmm. point is, like Capcom can also be looking at the games around them and the developing the, the development companies around them, and taking notes from them. And because guess what? Like yeah, you are you are the the company that that's had Street Fighter Two. You did kick us off. You have been you, you were king of the mountain and and basically king of the mountain just by default after the success of of Street Fighter Two and and you know the legacy of of your fighting games. And you had Street Fighter Four that kind of had this like resurgence of fighting games with the you know the whole online and this little mini like golden era for it and everything. But you are being surpassed. I you are in danger, Capcom, of being surpassed at least in this avenue and it's a big one and you know you need to well, learn let me let me let me stop you there though you mentioned street fighter 4 it's a, it's a great point here what were your feelings going into to street fighter 4 and seeing it back again like do you remember like how you felt seeing it again for the first time well i well, wasn't really in the fighting game community i played you know the games like i played mortal kombat 1 and 2 and 3 and stuff mm-hmm. but uh, there was always you know casually as a, as a kid uh, same thing with with Street Fighter and whatnot. I never touched Third Strike. I couldn't even. I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you at that time, back in like '09 or whatever, that if I saw Third Strike and it wasn't one of the you know Ryu or Ken or Chun Li, I wouldn't even been, been able to tell you that that was a Street Fighter game. Um, but but seeing Street Fighter Four come back, it was very much that yeah, oh yeah, I remember playing that as a kid. Sure, I'll, I'll play around with it, and it was it was fun enough to keep my attention, and then you know got into the local scene and everything. Um, but as as far as character reveals. I don't know. I, I wasn't really plugged into it with that frame of right. mind, so it's hard to, to call back on on how hype I was. I remember when Super was released and they had the new characters, I was like, oh, T-Hawk looks cool, and I actually was considering maining Hakan. He looked kind of interesting um, <laughs> at the time and stuff. And yeah. um, But, you know, thinking back on it, especially with the, with the kind of, like, understanding and the, the lens that I have for looking at this kind of a thing now, the Street Fighter... 4's super so Super Street Fighter 4's reveal um, and and presentation of characters was actually pretty good. I think that there was yes. a lot of of people looking forward to those. It was like Ibuki and and Hakan and T Hawk and Jury came in and mm-hmm. Dudley. That was a huge one. And they had a yep. really good mix of of old school and new. And they all came in at the same time. You could explore them immediately all together. Um, there was a lot of positivity. Same thing with the Ultra Street Fighter reveal with with Elena, Rolento, Poison, Hugo. Mm-hmm. People were super hyped for that, and, and there was a lot of um, positivity around them. Now, once they came out and we found out how they played, that's a whole other story, but we're talking about presentation. So, And they also said a new character was coming at that time, oh, and yeah. they made it a big mysterious thing, like, hey, who's the new character? And uh, Ono did his classic trolling of like, oh, you've like this character's never been playable before, and then like give like a bunch of misleading slash lying hints <laughs> about her being DiCaprio and all that. But they, they built a, a um, they built an aura around the character. Uh, there was a mysterious quality of, of DiCaprio before she was announced. And there was so many ways they built hype with her. And she's a brand new character. You know, we, we never had seen her before or playable before in a fighting game. Maybe she, you know, had appeared in an ending or whatever. But people were hype over that character. And, and she ended up, you know, actually making an impact in the tournament scene, all that kind of stuff. It's It worked. And it's not to say that Capcom, you know, hasn't had some successes like that in Street Fighter V. I think Minot actually worked very well. Um, they made her very unique with her cat, you know, animations. And uh, her trailer was very hype in terms of the gameplay of it. I think a lot of people are like, holy crap, like, look at those 
um, orbs on screen like look at the crap she's doing like that's insane like there's a way there's a lot of ways of marketing this you don't have to have a Cody final fight trailer every single time you're revealing a character you know there's so many different ways to do this and Capcom has an amazing IP catalog to draw on even with just Street Fighter alone there's so many things so many characters they can draw upon to build up hype levels it's like okay you know what yeah we're not going to include Guy in this version of the game but how hype is it if Guy is somehow tied to Zeku and our Cody and they bring him in and just let the characters kind of let the backstory kind of flesh itself out like make some compelling stuff with characters that you already know and use that to draw people in and people will get hype over it and it will make them start speculating oh is guy coming you know like who who else could be on the horizon with this there's so many like missed opportunities that to really get people going with just the marketing alone of these games and it really feels like Capcom's taken a step back with that stuff in recent times. Yeah, especially if if I remember it was late 2015, I think we were at Evo and we were learning about how Capcom was going to go about presenting the the DLC characters and all that kind of stuff. And we saw that it was basically like something of a copy of League of Legends and the MOBAs and the way they they have, you know, here's your your initial roster and then we're going to dump DLC every so often and it'll be a new character and then and that kind of approach. And you go, okay, well, that's fair. It's 2016 or 2015 at the time. Uh, and, and that's kind of how games are doing it. And, and we're seeing a lot of success in the games that are doing it that way. Now, it wasn't apples to apples. It's a little different than League, but I think it was kind of based on that approach. And considering that like that's the direction you want to move in and then you talking about how they they really they really hyped things up with Street Fighter 4 and their approach to that and and looking at how they've done things with 5 it's like you moved over to this new approach that that very much hinges on keeping that hype meter spiking every every month or two with these new reveals and these new introductions and and you haven't really done like the main you haven't paid attention to like the heart of what that is and it, it's kind of sad to say like you've moved over to this whole avenue of doing things and then totally not really done it and so yeah. i guess moving on a little bit we have the next character reveal is going to be G. I mean, we, we know who he is, but we, we don't know anything about him. We've seen like a screenshot or two of him in, in the trailer. But I'll, I'll put you on the spot a little bit here and ask, in your ideal world, in a success for, for G's actual reveal, what would you like to see? What would you like to see Capcom do with this new character? I mean, all we know so far is that he's got this kind of like Abraham Lincoln look and he looks kind of like a mayor, but obviously Cody's already taken that, that mayor <laughs> role, right? So mm-hmm. so does that, but like just anything off the top of your head of, of what do you no, think would no, be I mean, a good approach for Capcom in their presentation of G? It's the same thing I tell our staff here. It's make me care. You've got my time and you want my money. It's like, make me care about this character. Like, why why am I going to even bother picking up G if I'm a casual gamer? And what what appeal does he have to me? Like, he better have something very special and unique for him to be a character in this fighting game. And, and so, so you're telling me you brought back G instead of... I'm trying to think of like someone just off the top of my head is like Evil Ryu. I'm, I'm not a particularly big fan of him, but I realize he's a big character for the fighting game community. So you brought back G instead of Evil Ryu. Why did you do this? And you need to be able to explain to me in very clear and logical terms why you did this. And not only that, but also get me hyped for the character where I'm like, you know what? There's no way like, okay, maybe I'm not going to main this character, but I'm going to plunk down my money and get him and mess around with him and have fun with him because he looks good. He looks like a character I want to mess with. 
and that's going to be a hit or miss prospect for some characters, but overall, that should be something that Capcom accomplishes almost every single time out. They need to grip people, and you got to be like, oh, yeah, and that's easier with some genres and some you know games and some IP licenses and whatnot. Nintendo draws upon this amazing IP library that is probably better, the best in all the video games. And so, yeah, that's it's maybe a little easier for them, but they're still going out and seeking licenses from other games and bringing those into the mix. And even something as simple as Bomberman just got me. I know he's an assist trophy and not in the game, but I'm like, oh, it's Bomberman. It's like, I, I want to try that character out. And, and again, bringing back Snake and bringing back these other characters, like there's a reason how come people get so hype over this this stuff and and that's what capcom has to bring into the mix and it's like if you don't have that then why are you making this character why is this character in the game to get go from the get-go it's just it, it it's it's going to be another fall flat release in a game that does not have a lot of releases every single year and it, as you say it needs to be a home run yeah absolutely well for me uh for as far as g's reveal what would get me to care is if they have another live action trailer and it's g and he you don't see him from the front, but then he turns around and it's Alex Jabaley playing the part, and uh, and they somehow <laughs> intro G into it because then that would be great. He just does the G Jabated face, and then no matter how what happens from there on out, I'm sold. I, I will I will play him, but that's just for me personally. But um, joking aside, I I really do think that there's potential. I think that people are intrigued by G thus far. Mm-hmm. He was presented during that really high point of the of the Capcom Cup. Um, reveal trailer where, where they showed all of the DLC and he, so he's sandwiched in there with um, Sakura, Blanca, Cody, and Sagat and then of course Falk as well but people were immediately talking about him like is he that character from was it Bloody Roar or is he a gorilla is, is he tied to that gorilla at the end of I think it was Ed's story um, there, there were a lot of questions you know and he's like he, he looks like Abraham Lincoln Abraham Lincoln was a wrestler um, we, we talked about him before as like there's that uh, Donald Trump looking like character, right? That Capcom had in their in their Street Fighter Five, um, what's it called? Uh, like like early design art and things. And and so there's been a lot of discussion about what who is G, but he, he looks cool enough. And you can see him like I, I don't know, like maybe he comes in with like smoking a cigar, and he's just this kind of like badass that it's like a brawling character that kind of throws you around, puts you in headlocks or whatever. Um, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. But if he just comes out and he has these weird animations and there's nothing to tether me down to like something that I already know or something like or he's not super cool in some weird badass way, then then again, it's just another like fluff whatever and this, this like quiet dry period for Capcom where they've only got six of these opportunities a year and they need to continue to keep things going and, and, and at each one of those you know benchmarks or each one of those mile markers so uh, I, I mean Cody came out and he was probably the best character reveal individual character reveal that we've had for Street Fighter 5 thus far so right now they're they're on a streak technically they're on a win streak right yeah. so let's see yeah, if that continues go. maybe this is the start of how they're going to continue to do things from here on out and I don't think they'll get a celebrity for every single character reveal but they've shown that they know and they understand and they can they can do this and we'll see what Cody's like actually when he when he actually hits everybody's consoles but so far it's been I think almost all positive about this character and a lot of yep. that is because of the presentation thus far he doesn't have some weird yep. goofy animation in in his trailer and he he's you know obviously he's got a lot of nostalgia qualities about him that, that give him an automatic boost he's a character that people already know and love and a lot of that stuff is coming back 
Um, they, they did a great job with his um, alternate costumes. He's got a, a good variety oh, yeah. there, but he also calls back to Hagar, to, to his, his Cody's actual appearance in Final Fight. His new appearance looks good. He's got like that James Bond-esque costume. Um, so, so there's something for everybody there. So if this right. is setting... One of the, yeah, go ahead. Right. Well, I was going to mention that one of the things that, that we haven't really explored with Cody, and it's why it's so nice when you use a character that has a lot of history in fighting games, is that Cody is actually one of the most powerful characters in Street Fighter canon. And it's something Capcom has rarely explored in the game. And, man, I wish uh, Imagine Townsend's attention Zan was here, here, if I can get through his name there. But um, anyway, our tournament coverage specialist, Nick, uh, he is a Cody fiend, and he, like, will talk endlessly about, you know, Cody's power level and how he's, like, you know, right up there with, like, I think he's, like, called Akuma, like, weak. Uh, Akuma's a weak character or something, but, like, only Cody and, like, a hand, or only Ryu, I should say, were and a handful of other characters were, like, you know, on his level enough to, like, give him a challenge. And anyway, uh... So there's fun stuff to be had there that Capcom can even draw on. Like, it's not just the final fight stuff. Like, there's so many, like, there's a rich history here that they could really play up and have some fun with. And it's, I mean, again, who doesn't kind of get hyped, like, talking about, like, power levels of characters and whatnot and, like, you know, who's going to, you know, be bigger than this? Like, on Marvel's website, they have, like, character attributes and, like, power levels, like, all over the place. And it's fun stuff to go over. I mean, again, it's in Street Fighter V. They they got talk about the characters, like, techniques and strengths and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's fun stuff to do and again it's just it's that's what they have to find with g it's like give us a reason to care and i just uh, i'm 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 just like man you know you've had your every, heart broken like, too many times <laughs> yeah and it's like i'm just i'm 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 expecting to be let down again and and that's what my expectation is it's like i abraham lincoln is like an amazing character to draw upon like a character and a real life person to draw upon like even if you you focus on things like his wrestling and and my goodness there's so much stuff that you can do there and really have some fun with but uh I feel like we're going to get some like Twitter updates and like, Hey G, did you know that he's hanging out at the, like the Shadowloo facility and he's got like, you know, he really likes going to, to movies and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> thanks. <movies>. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah, that was unintentional there. But um, anyway, but we're going to move right along. But yeah, um, uh, it's, it, yeah, I, and the, one of the main reasons I'll, I'll address this a little bit more head on why this stuff is so important to have parody in the fighting game community is we talked about Tekken doing this right, you know, with their DLC characters and people generally being very hype about them. Even if you don't care about the character, I watched the Noctis trailers. I got into that. I'm like, hey, I want to know more about this. Like, I, I haven't played the Final Fantasy, like, recent games. I don't really know who this is, but I will check this out and see what's going on here. I'm very interested in this because... They're they're trying. They're making some efforts here. Dragon Ball Fighters. I watch everything. It's like like throw that in my face. Like I'm all over that. You know. And again, it's it, the parody here in the fighting game community is so important. That's why when Nintendo hits a home run, Namco Bandai hits a home run, all these other companies do well. It forces Capcom to be better than they are. And that props up the entire community. It makes everyone like take more notice of what we're doing here and just try to get better. It's competition. It's what the fighting game community is built upon. Like we need that. And we're putting Capcom on blaster pretty heavily, but keep in mind we're doing it for that reason. We want them to make help make the fighting game community better. And they do a lot. Like again, they do a great job. Capcom is very much the the, the front runners for so many things in our community, uh, from the pro circuit to a lot of other things. They do a great job. We just want them to continue to go to that next level and to push themselves and others around them up even higher. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree completely. And and again, I'm going to I'm going to keep my hopes high. Try to stay as optimistic as possible. Um, even if G isn't amazing, we do have Sagat, and Sagat's almost like a free home run, at least in in the sense of the nostalgia surrounding him, the the want for him. He's already amazing, and we haven't seen anything about him simply because of who he is. Um, of course, there there's there's some danger in that if they really drop the ball as far as gameplay and such, then that could be a very negative force against Street Fighter Five. But I, I I'm gonna go off of what's happened most recently. Say Cody's been done well. And, and hope for the best. And then as far as, uh, as far as the future of DLC in Street Fighter V, I don't know how many more seasons of characters we'll get, but I, I'm, I'm okay with six as long as they're quality because it's kind of like the, mm-hmm. of what's been established now. Um, and and I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm also all right with not having to learn like a million characters as far as how to, how to compete you know, with them and, and figure out how to, how to deal with all their shenanigans and such. But um, so... so Capcom. Yeah, I'll, I'll go on record and say I'm okay with 12. That'd be great. <laughs> I'll totally live with six, you know, kind of thing, but I'd love 12. You know, that would be great and blow this roster out of the water, I should say. And uh, let's get us up to like 70 or something like that. And then we can kind of talk about ramping down there. But yeah. Oh, man, I mean, uh, of course, and we don't have to go too far into this, but when Smash basically said they're going to have a comprehensive roster that, that's or, uh, that's got everyone that we've ever had, uh, immediately everyone you know that wasn't necessarily in the Smash scene kind of applied that to their own game. And of course, Street Fighter is, is one of those, like when are we going to get a game with all the Street Fighter characters in it? Uh, Smash just did it, and it's like, well, yep. that's 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 actually kind of a valid thing to say. You know, Street Fighter Six or whatever comes up next, the... Uh, do you want to see something like that? Are you more happy with yeah. like a 30 character roster? Of, yeah, I mean, of... it's I get with with games that are coming out starting off like at a lower roster count. I get that. It makes sense from a development standpoint and then from a gameplay standpoint. If you see that many characters on screen, you might get intimidated. But the Smash audience has really built up like a, a huge crowd of people playing their games every single year. Um and it kind of never goes away. And so you can kind of do a little bit more with it. But at the same time, it's Street Fighter. It has a lot of that same stuff going for it. And why don't we see Capcom blow it out of the water? Maybe even just for a year. Give us like, give us 10 characters in one year. You know, do something else and kind of see how it goes. And give me Rose, you know, kind of thing. Like, I just want Rose. Like, bring her back, please. Yeah. I see. This whole thing is just so we can hear you say we but, want Rose. All right. I, I, but, I understand. But what if they brought back Goken? You know, what if they brought back Goken and and they they said like he has a Velociraptor costume now? You know, kind of thing like that's. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> they did the animal costumes in four, and I was like, nobody else plays this character. They're they're so gonna make him into a raptor, and they made him into a Tengu warrior. And then after that, I was like, well, I, I'm I'm never gonna get my hopes up for anything like that ever again. So thank you for for reminding me of that dark time in my past. But uh... <laughs> but Goken is a really cool character. It's Ryu and Ken's master. Um, he was in Assassin's fist uh that really cool youtube series and whatnot he had a, he had a good place in in the role and so many people were very hype over the character until they played him that's fine <laughs> and once you play goken you're kind of like that's what they do okay yeah that's uh, okay but um anyway it, it's bringing these characters back man they they you should pause on the character select screen and think man which character do i want to play versus like which character am i forced into picking you know kind of thing because I, I don't have that appeal there like I'm I'm kind of lost like who who can I pick up and like you should have a hard choice to make like on, a, on the positive end of things of like man I just can't decide all right so I think that's gonna do it for this episode 
Uh, if you guys have any kind of feedback as to what you would like to hear us talk about in the future, please, please, please give us a comment. Um, let us know what you think, what you like, what you don't about this. Um, this is very much uh, about you, the listeners, the readers. We'd love to get some ideas as to what you want to hear us talk about. If there's anything that you want us to particularly um, expand upon, maybe we mentioned something, then you're like, I'd, I'd want to know what you meant by that because you didn't go into it you know, with enough detail, then please let us know. We read through the comments. Um, this is very much more than just the two of us talking back and forth. It's about you guys as well. So anything like that, feel free to let us know. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. And until then, have a good one.